Hi, this is Joe, and today I'm talking with Annie, and we really dive deep into self-worth and knowing your value. We cover other things like perfectionism, the power of saying no, and just everything in between. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation and get a lot from it. So we'll tell everybody how we met is we were at, I was at the pool at our family house's condo place, right? In Palm Beach. And there are no drinks allowed at the pool. There's no food, there's no drinks. There's nothing allowed at the pool. And it was a beautiful, sunny, sunny um, Sunday. And I believe that Sunday should always be a fun day. And so finally I'm like, well, it's about five o'clock or four thirty, whatever it was. I'm like, we're gonna make these like these wine <laughs> wine spritzers and like a teenager, like sneak them down to the pool yeah. with you know little snacks and with my your dear friend Ruth, like that you are also friends with and family friends with. And I look across and I see you, this like stunning, gorgeous, young, beautiful girl, and this you know, young, handsome man. And I'm like, Ruth, who are the, the, the young, gorgeous people? Like there's young, gorgeous people at this pool. And she's like, I know them. I know them. They're from, you know, they're from Toronto. Da, 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 da. You know, she's, a, and so, mm-hmm. you know, it was like the olive branch of wine spritzer. Oh yeah. Like, Here you go. Do you have, do, would you like it? Would you like a drink? And you're like, yeah for sure (laughs) so you're there staying in your parents place i'm there staying in my parents place and i'm thinking to myself i hope my parents my adult parents do not get an email like your kid okay who's like 48 by the way is breaking the pool rules and like getting people drunk at the pool so literally that's basically how how it went down Luckily, we didn't get in trouble. Just a minor, um, uh, maybe don't do it again. But that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was a minor. Don't do it again. But I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. We were just having water. Lemonade. Course, like, it was lemonade. It was in that. Yeah, it was lemonade. It was lemonade. I'm like, it's lemonade. We can't have lemonade. But anyway, it yeah, was, it was a fun day, and I think that this is why we need the continuous method because I. It's a way like I live my life all the time, but. When you hear it, when you heard it that day at the pool and we talked about all of those things and it was like, great, and you can apply it and then it loses its steam, right? If you don't get reminded, is that how, well, you tell me how it feels. Yeah, I think like for, like obviously too, we talked about, you know, one of the things you gave me to do were at least five minutes a day, like visualize something. And I was doing that. And I honestly, it made me even feel like, it makes you feel good in the process too, being like, okay, like this is what, you know, even the clothes you wear, you were saying like the house you live in, you know, visualize. And I started doing that probably like more than five minutes a day, honestly, because it was really helpful for me. But then I got, yeah, for some, I I mean, I did get into a little bit of a rut with this like minor surgery that I had, wasn't able to do the movement that you suggested also. And the other thing I know you told me to do was I just be okay with where you're at and like, just know that that is where you're actually supposed to be right now which is challenging to do, but I really did try to do that. And I just think, 
maybe within this rut, I've lost vision of that a bit. I've also gotten, I feel like more lost. Um, I think just because I really do feel like I'm at a point where I'm like, it's like there's needs, there's, I'm on, to, I think I need just like the next step or in my career or something. And I just don't know what that is right now. And so the visualization process for me is hard because I don't even know what I want. And so that's my struggle right now because I'm doing, I'm like very for I'll back up a little bit. So I started um, my own company, Simply Suzette, three years ago now, like pretty much on the dot. I launched Amazing. it April 21st in 2018. So yeah, it's been pretty much three years. And obviously I knew for the first like few years, probably wouldn't be making money. I was building my business and you know, but when COVID hit, honestly, I had an influx of opportunities, which is I mean, like I'm very I feel very grateful and fortunate for them because I know a lot of people like lost their jobs as well throughout this time. So I felt very, very grateful to have opportunity for work. But in that process, I think or just looking back, I think I've gotten caught up in just doing, doing, doing and not realize like enjoying the process of things or taking my time working on things. It's more me just like literally pushing work out the door. And I'm realizing now, like really within the past week that I'm not proud of anything I've put out this year because I'm just doing, 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 because I've said yes to everybody that's come my way. And okay. so I'm in this place right now where I still get a lot, I'm still getting a lot of requests for work, but I don't know my worth. I don't know how to prove, like how to prove, like I'm at this place where I feel like I need to prove my value to people even though I am getting the work requests and I don't know how to price my work also. So I feel like I'm caught up in this cycle of just doing, doing, doing to get paid and not doing what I want. And I think another part of it is that I have my hands in so many different things right now in the denim industry that I thought that was a good thing the past year to test out what I like doing, what I don't like doing. But now because I have my hands in so many different things, I really don't have a clear vision on what I like because there are things that I like in each thing. Like it might be just the people that I work with on a project might not be what I'm doing. But so there's little bits of things that I like in everything that I'm doing, which is making it very hard to focus on like building an actual career and a focused career rather than jumping from gig to gig. And just like killing myself, working 24 seven around the clock. Like I, it's like Monday to Sunday, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. for me these days. Okay. And I just, I'm in this cycle where I can't keep up. Well, you're not meant to keep up because we're not, you're not designed to, you're not designed to, to work like that, right? Nick, we're yeah. not designed to work like that. So you brought up a lot of stuff, which is great. Okay, let's take it. Let's take it. Let's break it down. I think sometimes when we have so much in front of us, we get overwhelmed. And I think yeah. that that's just really the reality of what's happening to you. Okay. And it's like you have sometimes having too many choices is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. Okay. There's the that whole like, human fight or flight survival thing all goes out the window it's now it's like well i want to procure like what i want i want it to be a certain way let's start with this bold thought stop striving for perfection yeah 
Sorry. And <laughs> just stop striving for perfection because in the undertone and everything that you're saying is that you are, you want to do exactly what you like, right? Well, it's all under the umbrella of what you like. Yeah. So your why and the sustainable sourced denim and all of that, that that's all under the umbrella, right? Yeah. So by telling yourself, Annie, that there's no bad decision that you can make under that umbrella. Yeah. So take all of that pressure off of yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah. And here's another thing. We don't all love everything we do within everything we do all the time, even if we love what we're doing. 100%. <laughs> okay. So that's unrealistic. You're immediately setting yourself up for disappointment. Disappointment. If you are thinking you're going to love every single part. So you keep looking for that kind of perfect thing. And I'm here to tell you, it's never going to happen. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> okay. It's never going to happen. You got to find the perfection in what you're doing not right. making what you do perfect right so if you if you take it down and you and you take a week this next week coming up because surgeries although they're never good and and health are always there to make you pause so it's it's there because it's making you stop you're not able to do everything that you normally would do and it's trying to get you to take a different look yeah. So if you don't take a different look now, that same lesson will keep coming back to you over and over until it's not going to be so simple for you to take a, a second look. So take one now. Okay. Take this next week and evaluate your days. Every single day, take a notebook, just like a, a regular notebook and evaluate your day at the end of every day try to see where your time is spent where you felt the best and try to see where your time is spent where you didn't feel your best right okay yeah. so i'm sure you have a calendar that you work off of right yes so at the end when you're done at 10 o'clock even though you're tired you know sit down open it up and just like take a highlighter and highlight i love that i love that i love that I didn't love that. At the end of the week, you're going to have the answer to the questions that you're trying so hard to figure out just by doing a little bit of coloring. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing this one down for sure. Okay. Okay. Just by doing a little bit of coloring, you don't need to change anything you're doing. You don't need to go on some big soul searching mission. Your, your purpose has already been identified. You've You've already are living your purpose, right? Your why yeah. is there, your purpose is, is there. To, let's talk about that. Tell everybody what that is because you're now in the minutia of it, right? So you've already figured out the big plan. And so tell everybody what that is because it's fascinating. Yeah, my main goal is really to bridge the gap between the denim industry and the consumer because I personally have found just in the research that I've done over the years is that education is the most important part to creating a sustainable future for the fashion industry. I specifically work in denim but because denim has been positioned to be the bad guy in the fashion world but 
Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, my first step into the denim industry was like a shock to me that all this went on behind the scenes and nobody knew about it. Like I even went to a fashion program after university and I was not taught that there was this whole world behind the supply, like the, the whole world of the supply chain. So I really took the, I really became passionate about sharing the stories of the people behind the scenes and, um, honestly showing people why their jeans are worth what they're worth basically and why they cost what they cost because a lot of the times um, price is the biggest barrier for consumers to purchase sustainably produced um, denim or clothing it generally is more expensive these days but that is usually the number one obstacle so my goal is to really show people the value that goes in the work that goes in the innovation that goes into them the investment that goes behind that innovation there's a lot that goes on behind our clothes that we do not know about. And it's important we do know in order to honestly help with the, the climate crisis that we're dealing with, because the fashion industry is um, a part of that. It's not the main part of it, but it is a part to it. And I think that really I found my sweet spot on where I can feel like I can help um, the world or help people. Um, Cause that's really my main goal. What I've always wanted to do. I really just love, I love helping people and, that's what I've always strived to do. Um, and that's, that's why what you are I, doing. Yeah, that's, that's what you are doing. That's what I am doing. <laughs> so yeah, so I built Simply Suzette basically um, as an educational platform um, for consumers, but also it's, it's really evolved to help um, the denim industry, um, like designers and product developers just understand um, the best practice involved in each stage of the supply chain. Um, but at the same time, I stay true to the mission of just breaking down all of that supply chain jargon and just like technical lingo and make it approachable and like easy to read. And honestly, even for people that are, you know, have the most technical knowledge ever, they prefer to read it like that sometimes because it's like just talking, you're like just having a conversation rather being like X, Y equals Z, E, two or whatever. So it's like, it just makes it approachable and more fun. And because I felt like, because I fell in love with the technology behind the scenes and just started geeking out about denim, I figured why not share like my passion with the rest of the world? I think it's important people know. And I just, I just honestly, at the time was like the best advice I got would just go for it. Just start Simply Suzette and run with it. You'll, you'll learn along the way. Um, and so I did, I ran with it and it's three years later and I'm here. And here you are. And there, and it's yeah. always good to take your temperature and that's exactly what you're doing to evaluate how you spend your time. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I mentor entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and I understand where you are is of course where you, where you're supposed to be because it is yeah. indeed where you are. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where you want to go is a different story. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes we can't see where we want to go because we're confused about where we are. And yeah. it sounds to me that you are confused about where you want to go because you're not sure how you want to take the next steps. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So a good way to do that is to see exactly how you're spending that time. And the only way you can see how you're spending that time, especially when you're so busy and you're saying yes to so many things is by taking inventory at the end of every single day. If you wait until the next morning, you'll miss something. Yeah. So commit to yourself for the next seven days, set it as an alarm on your iPhone that from 10 to 10, 15, it's going to take you no, I bet you it's going to take you five minutes. It's not even going to take you 15. 
take a highlighter and look at your day and write down the top three. Top three. Okay. Pick your top three. Okay. Okay. And your goal and your, and, and let me know how this works out. Your, your goal is that your top three is a pattern. Okay. Okay. You're going to find out where, what you really, what really lights you up. Okay. And we're not looking at, don't look at like, was this the most financially lucrative thing that I did? This is a, just, we're surely talking about likability. Yeah. That's all you focus on. Okay. Week one, week one, that's all you're answering. Okay. Week two, you're going to look at what made you the most money. You're going to do the same exercise and you're going to see what made you the most money. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then you're going to have the data in which you can make a decision based on the two things that you need. You need money to grow. You need, you need to be feeling like you love what you're doing. Right. And you need to make money doing it so you can keep doing it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So is there a third thing that I'm not seeing here? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Right. So for the next 14 days and you can start tonight. Okay. You're just going to highlight for one week. You're going to focus on, and the reason why it's important to not answer those two questions simultaneously is because your ego will get involved. You won't answer them. Honestly, if you just purely just picked and said, I'm going to honestly, just, I'm not going to look at the numbers and I'm going to look at what I like to do. And then the next week, you're going to focus on the numbers. And the whole goal here is that you'll have an overlap. Yeah. And if you can find enough overlap in those two things, then you'll know what to say yes to and what to say no to. Yeah, no, that's extremely helpful. Okay. And you just simplify it. It's not going to cost you anything to do this. It's going to take you five minutes a day. The only thing I'm asking you to do is to commit to being honest and answer honestly. Don't put anybody else into the equation. Don't, don't, don't even think about it. Just go with your gut and your heart. And then in the next time, go with your calculator and your pencil. And let's see if we can find some overlap. If you don't see some overlap, okay, and you find (laughs) that what you really love to do is not earning you the money that you need, Mm -hmm. then you need to evaluate how you can split your time between the two. So there's no wrong answer here, right? So then Mm -hmm. you just structure your day and you say, you know what, in order for me to stay on my mission, to stay purposeful, to stay alive, to stay um fulfilled i need this but i also need to make money so why don't i fill six hours of my day with the financial piece and then two hours of my day will be this purpose-driven work that i really really like okay so it's really about how you want to get to an eight hour day Mm -hmm. okay i work more than eight hours a day and i'm sure you all (laughs) eight hours a day but where you get into a manageable work day where you can make enough and contribute enough. You don't want to work yourself to the bone. You want to work smarter. Yeah. And this is a way that you can work smarter because the only non-renewable resource that you have is time. Yeah. Okay. So you can never get it back. 
-hmm. So you have to be mindful about what you're saying yes to. Yeah. Okay. And I think this ties nicely into a self-worth conversation and what the charging is and what, and we, we all are, listen, as women, we're born, we're, we're trained to please. We're trained to want to be liked. We're trained. We are subconsciously. If it's not happening in our homes, it's happening in the media. It's happening in, in magazines. It's happening on TV. We have to look a certain way. We have to be polite. We have to be soft-spoken. We have to be a woman who's outspoken is a bitch. A man who's outspoken is a genius. Like, obviously the narrative is changing a little bit. However, it's still like, wait, am I worth it? Do I deserve that? Are people going to really buy? Okay. Yeah. So this is a love story. It's a love story and it's a love story with yourself. It's something that I didn't even start having these conversations with myself internally until I had been diagnosed and healed from cancer. I never felt my worth, no matter how big the deal was that I closed, no matter how, when I had my biggest earning years in my business, I still didn't feel worthy of it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that really comes down to the love you have for yourself. Okay. And the nature of not wanting to please everybody, you're not going to be everybody's flavor. Yeah. And that's, and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Okay. That's liberating. Yeah. Okay. So starting with taking yourself out of the equation, like I do this exercise all the time. Like when I look at what I charge companies to speak or what when somebody asks me to do something and i i know that i'm going to be able to bring value i know that what i'm doing is valuable you know what you're doing is valuable you know that they're asking you to do it because you can do it better than anybody else okay and the only thing is you need to believe it yourself yeah it's difficult to believe it yourself why (laughs) Why? I don't know. I just, it seems so counter, yeah, counterintuitive for me. I've always, I guess I just also, for me, I, you know, it's just started working freelance within the past year, I guess. So I just price prices. I have zero benchmark for it. It's just been me throwing out numbers and testing them out. And, and so you have to I do just, that. You have to do that in the beginning. Yeah. And I've gotten some comments being like, they're way too cheap, but I don't, I don't know what I don't know what to charge so I'm okay, just been, so- like raising them a bit by bit here and there and like seeing where it comes but yeah just for me because like I said about going back to me striving for perfection it's like the work that I've put out for some people I don't even like I could have done I feel like I could have done a better job like honestly if I hadn't spent more time if I had more time to work on it so that brings me back to a place where I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be charging more because I have no time to put into this right now. No, you do have time. You can take <laughs> less, less jobs and charge more and you will have yeah. plenty of time. So that's the decision you're going to make after you gather the data and the types of things you like to do. But you have to make a decision here. Do you want to be a filet mignon or do you want to be a Big Mac? Okay. Like, and I'm using the hamburger analogy because it's almost like five o'clock here and I'm like starving, right? And the steak analogy, but like, 
If you're a filet mignon, it takes longer. It, it you know, somebody, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful piece of meat. It's delicious. And you are going to expect that when you pay, you know, 60 US dollars for it, that it's going to be delicious every time, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you get a Big Mac, which by the way, I also think is delicious, okay? <laughs> you know that it's going to be less expensive. It's, you know, it might be sloppy when you get it. It's still gonna taste good and it's still gonna fill you up. It's not gonna be perfect every time. It's gonna be in a cardboard box. It's gonna be that. And there's a market for that too, okay? You just have to decide which you wanna be. Right. Okay. I want to be the filet mignon. <laughs> if you want to be the filet mignon, then you have your answer. You have to take yeah. your jobs. You have to sit down and take uh, a really serious approach to your pricing and and be willing to take the risk to put it out there. Yeah. And you can back it up, Annie. You can back it up. Like, are you telling me that they're going to hire someone to do a better job than you? I don't believe it. I don't because you're so passionate about what you do and you're going to make sure and you want to do this incredible work. So instead of perfection, strive for excellence. I always say strive for excellence because there's no such thing as perfection, right? Yeah. So if you can just do everything excellent, how many clients would that be? And what would you need to charge them? And it becomes a very simple, very freeing equation. So I was just going through this exact same thing today with, with a, the offering that I'm going to, you know, be coming out with in a couple of months, where do I do a mass offering where it's a little bit more uh, inclusive and watered down and all of that kind of, not watered down, watered down is not the right word, but more general. Right. Or do I put something together that is just super excellent, very, very high end and moves the needle, helps people actually permanently move the needle, not temporarily. Yeah. So what you're doing and the work you're putting out for these clients, you are improving what they're doing. You're right. You have a loss, a lasting effect. You stand by your work. You can charge something that is within the market on the high end of the market and be the filet mignon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like look at the, okay, you're a fashion girl. Look at the top brands that we covet and we covet them all, right? Yeah. Like I saw, you're, you're very fashionable, you're very stylish. We love our nice things, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting to see what happened in the pandemic you know, people were not gravitating towards the mass market. They, the luxury market remained very strong. I know that I was at, um, I had, had to go to Cartier to fix, uh, to repair, to service a watch. Yeah. And I couldn't get in there. Like you need an appointment. I said, well, is everybody here buying diamonds? I don't know. Was it not a pandemic? I don't understand what's going on. And yet they had, a, they, you know, you would see Louis Vuitton line out the door. You would see Gucci line out the door. I, and I'm thinking to myself, if you have something that is excellent and high quality, you can charge more for it. So yeah. what your job is, is to make sure that the, what you produce is excellent and the highest possible quality. 
and then it will match its price. You will have more hours in your day. Yeah. And you can, you can, you can track what you learn from making all of these excellent high-end projects. And maybe you put it out. Um, and I'm just brainstorming here because this is what we do as entrepreneurs. And maybe you, maybe you put it out as some sort of monthly newsletter or informative guide where it can be more inclusive that anybody could get kind of the highlights of the work that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. To better the community aspect of it. So there's that six, two rule in the eight, like Mm -hmm. for the six hours a day, you're going to do the earning stuff. Right. And then you're going to infuse it with the other stuff. And, and, And it becomes this logical balance because right now you're working so hard. And that's the other thing we're raised to say, like, you got to grind to the bone. You got to work so hard. You got to work so hard. You got to work so hard. Okay. Enough. <laughs> it's a given. We all work hard. That's yeah. why we're here. That's why yeah. we get it. But you don't have to kill yourself at the same time. Like yeah. there has to be a mindful, but like life is meant to be enjoyed and, and working hard is, is, is a must, but also doing the work that you want to do and identifying what your worth is, you know, you have to maybe tell yourself, you know, Annie, you're worth this. Like you have to tell yourself that first and you have to really just let go and love yourself. And that sounds like super ridiculous, but it is the single most important thing you'll ever do in your life. More important than any business you'll build. More important than any relationship you'll ever have because it's the relationship with you that is the foundation of all that comes into your life. Everything. Yeah. Everything. So you have to start there. Yeah, I know. I guess I have to work on that a little bit more. I know when you said, said, when you feel that it's freeing. And I remember when I stopped caring about what people, what most people thought about me, like, like socially, I don't, I don't care at all what people think of me, but my work life has taken over my life, which is why I'm trying to figure out that balance, get some hours back in my day, but to have relationships outside of work as well, because I think that's important too. But yeah, no, knowing your worth, it seems like um, one of the easiest things you could like, like to do, but also the hardest um, also, because you really have to just accept who you are and really except where you are too, which is when you have your eyes on the future, it's hard sometimes. Let's, well, you can do both. And let's, let's talk about applying the method that works every single time and really making this part of your DNA. I promise you, if you infuse this into your DNA and I know Ryan is going to love this too. Ryan loves this too. And you, and you do this and you practice it and you, and you stop yourself when you start going down that, that, that spiral yeah. in the other direction. Like, of course we all have things in our life that happen on a daily basis that, you know, we wish didn't happen, right? It's not like I'm walking around in this kind of fairy tale existence. I'm in the middle of a divorce. Okay. I'm raising two teenage daughters. I'm, I'm building my business. I'm all of these things. So it's not like, oh my God, it's all like roses and rosé here all day. I wish. (laughs) I wish too. I wish. But at the same time, it's about appreciating the journey that, that we're on, like, and enjoying, you know, the moments. How do you actually do that? 
The way you actually do that is through gratitude. And you cannot be grateful for where you are or what is happening to you if you haven't accepted it first. And that is the step that is fundamentally missing, I think, and one of the biggest problems in the world today, is we all say the words, the buzzwords, it's, it, 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 it's, you know, oh, so grateful, gratitude, blessings. We, you can take it and we all say it, we regurgitate it, but we don't mean it. Yeah. We don't mean it all the time. We're still pissed it happened. So how can we be grateful, right? Yeah. Totally. So how do you get there? Okay. How do you get to that step of once you get into or you have a glimpse or you can start to feel grateful for whatever it is, no matter how awful it is, then you can move through it. But before then, you will never move through it. You will always be stuck in some sort of piece of it. It'll always have a hold on you. So for example, like you're grateful now, like for all of the work you have, right? Like you started yeah. out, like it was a pandemic, a lot of people. So you're, you're feeling like you should feel grateful. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you're probably cursing to yourself that you have all this stuff because it's not in alignment with, with how you want to live. Yeah. Right. So then you start to feel guilty about not being grateful because so many people have lost so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that is this, you're circling the drain. You're never going to get, so what you have to do is just accept where you are. So I've taken on to this could, this could sound like this in this exact business scenario. I've taken on too much. I've said yes to everything because I, you know, I'm new and I tried it and I'm, you know, you're doing, you're just starting. So of course you're saying yes. Right. Yeah. I am resentful about how I spend some of my time around work and I don't have any personal time to myself. Yeah. Okay. I accept that I made those decisions. I accept that's where I am. I also accept it doesn't always have to be that way, but that's how it is right now. Okay. And you clear that space. It's like a, you clear that space by just like laying out the facts. Okay. You're a businesswoman. Okay. You got to lay out the facts. Yeah. So that's it. I'm not saying that I ever say once that you have to like any of those things. No, you don't have to like them at all, but you have to accept them. Yeah. Okay. So once you truly accept them, you're there. Doesn't take long. You just have to, it just makes, you just have to say, I'm deciding to do this. That's all. I'm deciding I'm going to accept what is. You accept where it is. Then you're going to move to real organic, real gratitude from there because you're going to free up that space, accepting what it is. And then you're going to say, all right, I am grateful that I do have work, but I'm also overwhelmed. Yeah. So I'm going to be really, really grateful for the work that, that just really fills me up. I'm going to be really, really grateful for that work. And I hope, you know, that more of that will come. 
Yeah. If you can focus on what you're truly grateful for. Right. Okay. Because yeah. you know, they'll say, be grateful for what you have. You'll have, you'll end up having more. Mm -hmm. it, it's true every single time. And you don't have to worry about the how so much. Okay. We get yeah. stuck on the how. So we yeah. miss, we miss that whole step, but really the root of this issue. And it's like, a theme in humanity is we jump to gratitude. It's not real and it can never work because we haven't accepted what hap what's happened. Yeah. I, yeah. Even if I feel like, yeah, it's true. Like I can say, like, I accept So I'm like, you know, I know I have a lot of work and I'm overwhelmed, but then I, I truly actually have, I just like said it, I don't feel it. And then I, yeah, I go back into a place where it's like, Oh, I hate myself right now. Why did I say yes to that? So, but yeah, I mean, I guess my first step then is really just trying to wallow in this overwhelm right now and just Except. be like, this is where I am. And now I am. Okay. Yeah. But then at my, exactly what you said, my thought just jumped to like, how am I going to get to the next place then there? You don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Okay. You don't need to worry about that. You spend some time just like it is what it is right now yeah. right it is what it is right now and i'm and you're talking about like an overachieving goal-setting person i'm not telling you to stay where you are i'm telling you to recognize where you are so you can move through it yeah okay because what happens when we don't like where we are it causes resistance and that energy of resistance will never free you out of it yeah It'll bring other things disguised as new things that are really this different version of what you're already going through. So yeah, I think I'm experiencing that. <laughs> yeah. Like you just want, you want to figure it out and you want to get out that you just can't yeah. get out. You keep opening these doors because you know why you don't want to be where you are. Right. Yeah. Well, the reality is you have to be where you are. And if yeah. you are where you are, Okay. And just accept where you are and really have that real conversation with yourself of, you know, and, and point out the, the I'm going to remind you of some very, very simple things. Nothing is forever. Just because it's like this right now does not mean nothing less forever, not the good or the bad. You know, whose book you should get and read every night. You're going to, you're going to breeze right through it. Okay. It's uh, an incredible entrepreneur. It's called Believe It. Oh, I think I might have heard of it. Okay. Yeah. It will change your life because she talks about, you know, she built her business from the ground up, very, very similar to you. And she worked tirelessly, but she was so driven. And she talks about how she didn't eat, how she didn't sleep, how she didn't do all these things. And a lot of that is just part of being an entrepreneur as well. <laughs> Okay. Like yeah. when people say to me, Oh my God, it's the weekend. Have a good weekend. And I'm like, <laughs> what weekend? What? It's no difference. I'm like, for me, Monday is when my children leave and go to school and the house is quiet in the morning and I don't have, and I don't film on Monday mornings and I don't have stuff. That's kind of like, Ooh, my break a little yeah. bit. But, but you know what I mean? Like when you're an entrepreneur, there are no weekends really. Yeah. And that's another thing you have to ask yourself. Like, is this, you know, is this the life that you want? Because that is the life of an entrepreneur. 
Definitely. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you can't do what you're doing. There's, I'm sure once you build up, there are people that could bring you in house to do this. Like there are, okay. You know, you know, you're an entrepreneur, like you're like in it, like in it, in it is when somebody tells you, Hey, that didn't work out. You should really, you know, so-and-so is hiring. You should go apply for a job. I'm like, oh my God, I have a stroke right now. Okay. Like nothing good. Yeah. So I would not. Yeah. <laughs> right. So then, you know, that you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely have it in. I mean, my dad and my mom are both entrepreneurs too. I definitely have it in the family and my blood, but yeah, no, I love, like, I love working on like, to be honest, when I get to work on like my, like my business, that's when I have the most fun like really but I now do a lot of work for a lot of other businesses too that you know that's where I think I need to evaluate more the the, the top three patterns and stuff is the, like the clients that I take on like simply Suzette I love I love working on it and I want to have more time to work on it too so that's another thing real recognizing that Simply Suzette in itself is a client almost. So like, I have to remember that I am running Simply Suzette too. And I can't, you know, that's, I need to remember that. <laughs> well, that's an interesting point. Like, it seems almost like you took yourself away from your true love. Yeah, I did somehow. Okay. So this happens all the time is we take things on because, you know, and I'm sure it, I hope it's financially lucrative for you to take these things on, but the power of no when you can say no and knowing when to use the word no should be it's a whole other class okay yeah i always i lead with yes as well because i'm a yes i'm a, I'm a person that likes to like you like i like to try new things i like to you know but there's only certain amount of hours in the day yeah. and you have to be very um aware of what you're giving your energy to yeah and you're simply Suzette, which is your passion and your, your first love and all of that. If that's being neglected and it's because it's being watered down because you're taking clients and you also feel like you're not producing like superstar work, maybe you go to your top clients yeah, and you say, you know what, this is what I can offer you because I'm going to be focusing on this and I'm, I'm only, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very, very selective. It's going to cost you this. And yeah. this is what I'm going to be doing. Cause that's how you can get a better product. If everybody wants to hear how it's going to benefit them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like the work that I do for you could be amped up this much. Okay. And you're going to know after doing that highlighting exercise that we talked about in the beginning, who those people are, and you're gonna know who's gonna be willing to pay for it. Yeah. And definitely. once you get that in line and in tune with yourself, like you have to just, uh, just practice being kind to yourself. Yeah. What's your best tip for that? <laughs> just tell yourself you're enough. Yeah. Just the way you are. That's my tip. I look at myself in the mirror all the time and I say, I love you, Joe. I look at myself in my eyes, in the mirror, and I tell myself, I love you. That's tip number one, okay? Tip number two is forgive your mistakes. Because in that perfectionist, high achieving, 
superstar kind of producing personality also has that, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. And you're going to beat yourself up about it for 45 days, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, there's, if I made a mistake when I make, because I make a lot of mistakes. If I made a mistake and I called you and I said, Annie, can you believe I did that? You know, and you would, what would you say to me? That don't worry. It's just one little mistake. You know, no worry. You don't need to sweat it. Mistakes happen all the time. And like, yeah, that's what I would say. I would tell you not to sweat it. And what would you say to yourself? Like, you see, you fucked up, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, I would be like, well, shit, like. (laughs) Right? So So like, why are we always nicer to simply every other living human being, every pet, every street sign, every Instagram post than we are to ourselves. Why? I don't know. That really sucks that we do that. It doesn't need to suck. Yeah. So when I catch myself in one of those patterns, and it's all about awareness that you're doing it, right? We all do it. I don't think there's a human that walks the earth that doesn't do it. Yeah. Unless you're like a raging narcissist, and that's, (laughs) believe me, you'd rather be an empath. So, So when you catch yourself in that, space of course you want to be aware of your mistakes because you don't want to repeat them and you want to learn and grow the 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 how long you stay there is the important piece the self-talk and how long you stay there and again you can apply the acceptance gratitude movement method to that too accept what's happened okay be grateful even that you have the awareness and you move through it okay There's another, you just cannot get stuck in the story. And the worst thing you can do is have other people feed the story to also tell you how much you effed up. Okay. So simple, simplify it. It all goes back to acceptance. Okay. And how you talk to yourself. I say things to myself that are so mean that I would never utter to another human being. I would never look at somebody and say, oh my God, like your stomach is sticking out. I would never say that. I would never even think it. But yet I look at myself and I'm like, huh, oh, all right. And how you see yourself is the most important thing. So I've started to, when I do have those moments and I do, I just look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I love you. Okay. And I'm just really, I just tell myself I'm enough the way I am. I tell my daughters that all the time. Yeah. Well, definitely your stomach's definitely not sticking out, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It's, it's true. Like I, I sometimes try to think of like, honestly, what I would tell Ryan, like, what would I say to Ryan in this situation? Not myself, like, you know, and then, then I'm like, okay, I would say something a lot nicer to him than I would myself. Um, but I still end up some, you know, just, you still wallow in those things, but no, I, I, yeah, I see it. You accept the mistake. You're like, okay, what did I learn from this? 
okay, I learned that and move on. Like that's what it just needs to happen now. Yes, that's it. Because if we don't do that, okay, all of those things build on each other, almost like a muscle, right? And then you can't, it's hard to break when you get to this age. So you break it now. You, you break these patterns now. Every single thing we talked about today, which it's been like an hour, can you believe it? <laughs> no, it could, well, that one by so It feels like five minutes. Um, so every single thing that we talk about today, every single thing, if you apply these very, very simple reminders to yourself, start with acceptance, then you go to gratitude, then you go to movement. Know your worth. Like, like you have to retrain instead of spending the time working out to build this negative muscle, you have to dedicate your time to building this positive muscle because yeah. then a decade from now, you're going to be able to breeze through much more difficult situations without the self deprecation being, you know, at the top of your game, being an overall happier person. Yeah. Okay. And then the decade after that, well, I mean, God knows sky's the limit, right? Like, so starting where you are now and applying these things and, and you know what, it's just like, catch yourself, you catch yourself and say, okay, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. I'm yeah. I'm not just, even if you say something that's not nice to yourself, take it back. And be like, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean it. Just like what you would do if you messed up with somebody you really loved. Like if you, you know, I'm sure over the years, like you've said things to your sisters that you didn't mean. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. And then you were like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I love you. Yeah. Right. Have you ever done that to yourself? No. No. Never. Right. So start doing that. Like, you know, you, you know, you got to start there. And I think that when you master that piece, knowing your worth and being worthy, that's enough. That's like, an, it doesn't even exist. It just so it comes so natural. It really starts with the dialogue and the love and the relationship you have with yourself. And it doesn't, you know, you don't have to go down the road I had. Okay. You don't have to wait for some big life altering traumatic life or death situation do it now yeah do it now it's 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 listen it's not easy but what you're doing isn't easy either life is hard <laughs> you know it has its challenges there's parts of life that are you know easy and then when we want to be a certain way we want to have a certain experience you have to put in the effort. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's intention backed by action. So you're a person who is full of intention backed by action. This is in your nature to do. Yeah. Yeah. I need to start doing it for myself. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. did you, was this helpful to you? This, this was extremely helpful. Honestly, I needed this. I told, I was texting you like the other day being like, I, this is coming at a really great time. Like, I feel like, um, no, I'm really excited, honestly, to do the two weeks of just highlighting what I like and do it and, and like then cross-referencing and seeing what comes out of those top three. So that will be very telling for me and helpful. Do that and then also apply the AGM, acceptance, yeah. gratitude, movement. 
through any difficult situation and then let me know some scenarios where it really moved you through something because especially in business when something doesn't go our way we get stuck in the how can we make it and it's like okay if you start at that acceptance point if you're dealing with a difficult client if you're dealing with a, a deadline whatever it is if you start at that acceptance point it's going to change the story for you yeah your your overall life experience will be easier i'm telling you it is it completely changed my life it is the only reason i can sit here and you know be together and be a hundred percent like this is the other thing is like i pick and choose how i spend my time no different than your clients because when i'm with somebody i am a hundred percent with them yeah and i want to give my very best i don't mm -hmm. want to show up like a little off i want to be i'm all in and it seems to me like having this method in my life of acceptance gratitude movement through things that i don't want has freed up the space for me to be my the best version of myself and to show up as the best version of myself no matter how you know incredibly challenging my actual day-to-day -day life is yeah yeah i mean i've i've yeah i you are the goal honestly for me like yeah <laughs> like like literally <laughs> And oh uh, God, that's why sweetest thing you are. No, you are the goal, <laughs> literally. So I just, that's I right. mean, I, I don't really know what to say other than I am so flattered. Um, <laughs> that's wow. why I'm really, I know I knew we didn't meet just by coincidence. We definitely met for a reason, and that you were meant. This was meant to happen. You were meant to help me. So like, I'm so appreciative and yeah like i'm so thankful for your help because this has been a slap in the face a bit for me today and it just really i needed it because i couldn't do it myself like to i just like annie like nothing's perfect it will never be perfect like it's enjoy where you're at and i think too like just sorry i know it's been like an hour i know like i'm 26 I, i'm just i'm just, you know i know i can't have everything under my belt now like i know why that, would you want that like, incredibly <laughs> boring your life would be yeah and i tend to forget forget that i guess as well but this has been like a good awakening for me